you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Poetry of Christian Faith, formerly known as Living in God's Rhyme Podcast. My name's Dave. Hello, everyone. My name's Tim. And as I'm watching Dave <laughs> on the screen here, I think he almost said the other name of the podcast. I was close. I was close. <laughs> it was, it was, and every time, and I said this last time, every time that you say that, I'm waiting for Living in God's Rhyme yeah. podcast to come out. It's going <laughs> to. You know, after 90-some episodes, that's yeah. stuck in my brain. Well, yeah, we're at 98. That's that's amazing. 98, that's a lot. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Tim, what are we uh, what are we discussing today? Well, today uh, we are going to discuss, we're going to read and discuss three poems about Jesus the Lamb of God, and what he has done for us and the blessings that we receive <clears throat> as we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, lived on the earth as one of us. He lived a life without sin. He took the sins of the world upon himself as called to by his Father, a death that was the final sacrifice God required for the forgiveness of the sins of man. And if we believe, we will receive everlasting life in heaven with our Savior. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And it's uh, with Easter coming up uh, a couple of days after this podcast is released. There's Good Friday yeah. and Easter. Uh, <laughs> tried to look through poetry that uh, was about Easter. And it was strange. I don't know. I couldn't find an exact poem that was directly about right. the whole thing Easter. I see Easter in a lot of them. But uh, I found three that... Uh, that I like uh, about the Lamb of God. Sounds good. And uh, the first one is found on page 110 of God's Rhyme. <coughs> Living me. in God's Rhyme or in God? God's Rhyme. God's Rhyme. Okay. God's Rhyme. The first one was the shortest <laughs> Okay. Okay. And this is called The Gathering Lamb. And it starts with a reading from Isaiah 53, 6. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The Lamb of God, with God before time, perfect as is God in every way. Before the words were written in lines, Jesus, the unblemished Lamb, was there. Jesus and God, with the Holy Spirit, indivisible the trinity so the lamb of god is also god who saves our souls for eternity we living on this earth a herd of sheep we wander are lost not knowing the cost not knowing we cause a pain so deep that god sent jesus to find and save us an earthly shepherd has a special one one of the herd that seeks the wandering those sheep that are lost that have gone astray returning them home before the day is done our heavenly master has sent his son to find the lost and to gather the strays, to bring us home before the end of days. The Lamb of God, a never-ending search. Before we knew him, he knew who we were. He knew our thoughts. He knew our prayers. And he knew of our rebellion before he has always known. Yet he loves us still, and he always will. He sent his son to be the one that would seek us out, even as we doubt. 
He sent his son to gather us in, the unblemished lamb, the sacrifice, to pay the price, to die for our sins, so that with God we are finally put right. In a brief reflection I had in the book, uh, this was the result of a Bible study, uh, the lamb who gathers us in, who died for our sins. Mm. And it, uh, uh, <clears throat> a shepherd will go, sheep herder will go, leave his flock, go find one lost, that's one, that, one that's lost. He will, you know, leave them behind and go find another one. And that's what Jesus is doing with us too. He's one at a time, if he has to, leaving his flock who is saved and going out and reaching out to bring the other one back. Yeah, who's lost. yeah, and that's pretty special. That's pretty cool and special too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I always, <clears throat> I always like the, the term, the, the phrase, the name, Lamb of yeah. God. Yeah. I, mean, I can't remember how many names Jesus is called in the in the Bible right now, but there's many. But uh, one of the ones that I really like is he's yeah. the Lamb of God. It's uh, it's a really good one. I like that one myself. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, this next one is found in Living in God's Rhyme, of which a podcast was uh-huh. named after. And it's found on page 14. And it is called, of all things, the Lamb of God. And it starts with a uh, reading from Revelation uh, chapter 5, verses 5 and 6. Do not weep. See, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne. As I sat reading of John's vision, I felt as if I never fully understood that for eternity God's decision remains forever for my good. Yes, I have read of the cruelty of his beating on the way to the cross. Yes, I have read of his of the cruelty of his beating on the way to the cross, of the agony of his death the death of God's Son, the death of my condemnation. I know that by God's grace I will be with him forever. I know I will see his face and feel his loving embrace. But reading the words of what John saw, though they shouldn't, they rubbed my wounds raw, a lamb looking as if it had been slain. Knowing it is from my pain, the resurrected Jesus in human form appeared, as if he had been reborn, perfect in every way, and with us he will stay. Though forgiven, the wounds I cost are still there, showing his care. May I never forget his love for me, the suffering, so that with him I will forever be. And I'll read a reflection that is in the book on this one. In God's rhyme, I wrote a poem called Love, about the pain and suffering Jesus experienced on the way to the cross. And when I read the line in Revelation, it inspired this poem. I was struck by the lamb, looking like it had been slain, knowing that my sins have been forgiven. I know that my sins and my strain caused God pain, but I never really thought about how deeply that must affect God. And then it's even harder to grasp how much he loves me if the scars are still visible. Hmm. And I think that... uh, at the final, ten, at, you know, at the end of this age we're in, and in the, at the final, 
when uh, the new Jerusalem comes down from heaven, the scars won't be there. All will be healed. But there are, uh, I look at it kind of like this. Um, okay, I, <clears throat> I know I sin, and and I, my prayer is every day is that I sin less. And I, I believe I do. I have been lately. I, I've mm -hmm. been getting better at it, at not sinning. Uh, but um, now I forgot where I was headed because I'm so young. Or old. <laughs> uh, but you know, the scars. When I, as I look at the scars, they're a, a reminder to me of of what I have caused, the pain I have caused, and then when the at the end of the world and the new Jerusalem comes down from heaven without the scars, we're all going to be, we're all going to be healed when we come to have enter heaven anyway. But, uh, it, to me, as I live on this earth right now, it's a, it's a visual reminder of what my sin does. It caused those scars that Jesus received, it was given on the cross and on the way to the cross. So it's, Again, it's just a, a reminder to me of what my sin, what he did to pay for, pay the price for my sin. Right. Yeah. Me. I should have had those yeah. scars. We all should have. Yeah, yeah, we all should have. Wow. And uh, they will be erased with, uh, on those of us who believe in Jesus as the son of God. That'll be a... Wonderful day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, also, Dave, uh, every day can be a wonderful True. day because uh, I realized that my day with God, no matter what it is, is a better day than it would have been without God. True. When I see maybe the mistakes I make and I'm, and then I'm able to correct them the same day. Or uh, I think of something that I might want to do, but I, I know I, you know, there, there's that voice in there that says, "Don't know, stay away from that. It's not good." You know, uh, the mistake that I didn't, if I didn't find it, could be a make a worse day. Well, it would make a worse day. <laughs> and I and I see that at work where, uh, you know, there's just a little mistake that I may have made or something I've overlooked, and as I'm going mm -hmm. through it again, I said, "Oh, how did I see that?" Thanks, Lord. Thank you for, thank you for bringing me back here. <laughs> it's just, yeah, he works in mysterious uh, ways. It, yes, he does. Uh, oh, thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. Oh. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? How all of a sudden you'll go. Let me just go back and, and one more time, right? <laughs> Let me look at this again. Yeah. I know that I do that when I'm doing the editing yeah. for the show and and other things that oh. have worked too. You know, it's. Uh, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's amazing how God <laughs> works and, uh, it's amazing. Uh, the, the love that Jesus had for yeah. the father, uh, and obeying him and then praying that prayer before he was sent to the cross, father, not my will, but your mm -hmm. will be done. And, uh, that's my prayer today. Father, not my will, but your will, because then they will be the better day. 
Yeah, true. And we're we're not promised perfection here on earth. But you know, we're we're going through those struggles. You and I both are aware of those. Right. You're gonna go through those and ways to overcome them. <laughs> Which is not always easy. But he does <laughs> yeah. help you in his own way. Yeah, in the in in the way that you need. That's what sometimes is the hard to the hard part for people to understand, just like myself too. Why was the struggle so long? Because that's what it needed to be. Or why was the struggle so hard? You know, it's what you needed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then when you look back at it, when you find out uh, <clears throat> the benefit you received from the struggle, yeah. what you learned. It doesn't no, seem it does not. Happen, does it, it does not at all. It's really enlightening. And I've talked about one of those struggles in my in my personal life uh, when I actually walked away from God for probably three months and just did not like the answer I got to prayer. And when I finally understood it, oh, man, I was so I was overjoyed. I thought, Lord, forgive me for what I for doubting you, for doubting you. And for your your answer was was uh, it was the right answer. It was perfect. And I just did not want perfection that day and had uh had the day proceeded like uh everyone was planning yeah the perfection would have been lost real quickly that's all i have on that okay well, that's good that's good did you uh want to move on to the next one then yeah let's do that it's also in the uh living in god's rhyme on page 140 and uh, this is one of my okay. favorites. It's called The Veil Torn, The Presence of God. And it's uh, broken into a couple parts. This uh, starts a time before. A reading from Matthew 27, verses 50 and 51. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the temple was torn from top to bottom. The veil of the temple in the Old Testament concealed the Holy of Holies, the place where the Ark of the Covenant and God's presence rested. One time each year, the priests entered to offer atonement for the sins of God's people. Then today, the reading here from 2 Corinthians 3.16, The veil is taken away, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. The veil was torn, God's presence now shown to those who believe in his atonement for our sin. It is now through Jesus that we see the face of God, that we can live in his presence, that his face is known. Jesus is the high priest that sits at God's right hand, making intercession for us as our prayers represent. It is through his atonement for our sin that we now stand, knowing that through his Son, we are always in God's presence. If we accept God's gift, the grace of his love, the death of his son in a way that by us can never be done, we will not see the veil. We will only see his love. Now, we now come to God through Jesus who lived faced with temptations. We live each day, each and every day. He understands. I am going to read that again. Forgive me. We now come to God through Jesus, 
who lived facing temptations we live with each and every day. He understands our weaknesses. Now and forever. And this is from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. It is through Jesus that we are now able to be in God's presence. Yeah. You know, th- you know, throughout the Old Testament, there are only a few people that were able to be in God's presence. And those were people chosen by him. Uh, Moses, right. you know, Abraham, uh, and a few others through the Old Testament. And uh, they weren't looking directly mm-hmm. at him either. And uh, the Ark of the Covenant, which uh, carried the uh, Ten Commandments, and where God's present uh, in the in the pres- presence of God was in the Holy of Holies in the uh, temple. And there was a curtain that was between that area of the temple and the rest of the temple, and only the high priest could go in there. He was the only one right. able to do that. And and it was you know the the high priest would tell you what uh, God had told the people to him to tell the people to do, or a lot of times it would be like someone like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Moses or um, his sons who were leaders of Israel, uh, that they had been told to tell the people of Israel. And uh, so you... You couldn't see the face of God if you were a normal, a regular person. It was just those few select uh, priests right. that were able to do that. And when that, when Jesus died, I mean that that the temple was just, the veil was just ripped from top to bottom, and we could see the presence mm-hmm. of God. And now through Jesus, we can see God. You can go to God directly. Yes, Jesus is our intercessor in our prayer. He, he intercesses it on our behalf, but we see God's presence in it every day. We're able to do that, and that is something mm-hmm. special. Uh, when you think about it, really think about it, uh, to know that God's presence is right there with you, and uh, it's hard for me sometimes to talk about the distinctions to wrap my head around it. Right. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, they're yeah. all one. God created the earth and and the word was there. The word has got Jesus. Okay. The Holy Spirit is present throughout the Old Testament. They're all there. <laughs> Different forms, right. but one. And as I was putting these together and going through them earlier t- today, uh, and last night I was I was thinking, uh, God's ways are not our ways. Our ways are not God's ways. And right now, it's that's more obvious than ever when you think of the Holy Spirit and the Father and the Son, the Trinity, right. three in one, one in the same. 
and <laughs> and then I, I I'm gonna I'll just wander okay. off one more time. And then I was thinking, you know, he he knows what we're gonna do. He knows what we're gonna do ahead of it. And I'm thinking in to myself last night, as the world was as he was thinking about creating the world, knowing what was going to happen. How much does God? How many? How much does God know? I mean, right. he knows everything, right? How many people on this earth? <laughs> <laughs> I I've been told that it was estimated during the the flood that there were about a million people on the really? earth. Really? Yeah. Well, and then I don't know how many. What billions right. right now? But when you consider that, that's just amazing. Doesn't doesn't justify what God is. It's it's a it's a word that we can use on this as right. human beings, and it's maybe the best word to describe it. He's amazing, absolutely, but he's more than that. Yeah, oh, I agree. More than that. Yeah. Two. <laughs> and one day we will be with him if we're as a believer in His Son Jesus. And I, I would uh, this Easter season, folks. If you're listening and you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, uh, if you thought or you're thinking about it, I, I would I pray that you will turn turn your prayer life over to Jesus and ask him to lead you to himself and ask God to lead you. And if you and if you just you don't know, you have you don't know about it, you think, oh, this is all you know, I'm there's the big bang theory out there and these other things and take a take a read part of God's word and talk to other Christians. If you have friends that are Christians, right. talk to them and uh, with an open mind. And ask God when you're before you as you're sitting there ready to talk, say, Lord God, though I don't know who you are right now, I ask that you Open my mind, open my heart to what my friend has to say. And maybe that's all it takes. Because I would tell you that, uh, although I haven't had a terrible life, I've been a miserable person a few times in my life. But uh, getting to know God and getting to know Jesus better, and that also comes from reading his word. To understand, especially if you want to read, if you want to understand God, read the Old Testament. And I've I've heard people say, "Well, the Old Testament that's all old and all past." Well, look what God. You, you want to know what God puts up with? Read the Old Testament, and you'll find out <clears throat> what He's put up with. So he's a loving God, a forgiving God. If He yeah. can put up with that, and we are no better than the people that the Israelis in the Old Testament. We are sinful people. We've turned our hearts from God to other gods. And that's the end of yeah. my sermon. You know what's amazing is that he still built it knowing what would happen. Knowing that he could forgive him. Yeah. It, it, it just I'm sorry, I just he he knew things were gonna happen and the temptation was gonna be there and people would take it. But yet he built it. I mean it's Yeah. Well in my No, I was just gonna say, and that's just in my my little way of thinking about it, like, well, it's like saying, well, I'm going to build this city knowing that eventually drugs and 
murder and, and all these other things are going to happen in that city, but I'm going to build it anyways, because I believe in people. <clears throat> yeah. But it, you know, then the other thing I, I, if he, he knew all these things were going to happen, yes. But, uh, he also knew that in the end that there would be a group of people that would be with him forever. True. Uh, again, I, like you, I, I wonder why, why would he create a world where he knew that there was going to be sin from the first two committed by the first two people right. in creation. And, uh, my human way of thinking is that he didn't want a bunch of mind numb robots. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Just, you know, going around and, and doing his will. No, he wanted, he wanted people who, who loved him for who he right. was. Not just because, okay, this is our creator and we got to work for him. No, <laughs> uh, I just, could you imagine a world like that? That Yeah, no. And well, I suppose it'd be better than the world we have in today, maybe, but, but maybe not in God's yeah. sight. I don't know. And that's just my weak, weak yeah. human thinking on that one. Yeah. And he put temptation there for a reason. Well, temptation was yeah. allowed. Yeah, he allowed it. You know, and he, he, when you look at uh, oh, never mind. Yeah, we don't want to get that deep. <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah, no, I yeah. I've gone on enough. But, All right. Well, we're pretty much uh, to almost at the end then for today, Big Brother. Um, I do want to say a couple. Well, oh, I ahead. would like to go wish. Huh? No. I would like to wish everyone yes. a happy Easter. And I would like to wish my brother <laughs> a happy birthday. <laughs> oh, gosh. Every year. I will explain that. Dave's birthday is uh, April yep. 21st. He was born on Easter Sunday. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell oh, this story anyway, Dave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you hear it every year. That's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> anyway, uh, my older brother, Paul, and I did not receive our Easter baskets on Easter Sunday. We got them on Monday. <laughs> and what we were given on Easter Sunday was this cute little baby wrapped up in <laughs> blankets and open diaper. <laughs> and we, we were able to go to the hospital in Deckerville, and we saw him on a cart. Being, we didn't, couldn't get into the room, but we are standing in the main hallway, and uh, there was a hallway that went perpendicular, and there's he was pushed across the cart in the cart uh, in front of us. So we were able to at least see yeah. part of his face. Uh, and um, so that was our Easter basket. Uh, he was our, he was our Easter bunny, furry little guy. And kind of looks like the furry little guy now with yeah, all that hair. And that beard. Too. <laughs> but I've always sent him a happy birthday. I always sent him a wish him happy yeah. birthday today. Yeah. On, on Easter. <laughs> I got a, uh, speaking of birthdays, yesterday I got a card from one of my managers and uh, it says, uh, they say that one, the older you get, the more you understand. And he goes, isn't it nice that you understand everything now? Because... <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> oh, I just started, I read that and I started laughing because he sent it in. A, it's a, it's a company email and it's like, a, like a, uh, yeah, you open it up and it, oh, that's you got to go yeah. onto our website. This this cracked me right. I 
made me smile the rest of the day because he sent that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's he's good. Great. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to find out when his is. <laughs> but anyways, thank you for the birthday wishes. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, uh, and oh, folks, yeah, I hear it every Dave. year, and I don't mind because it's coming from my brothers, and that's all that mattered to me. Yeah. But, uh, folks, don't forget, one of the reasons we're here is that Tim is a published author with three books, God Rhyme. God still rhymes. And of course, the last name of the podcast, which is still the name of the website, Living in God's Rhyme. He's had them out there for a long time. Please go ahead and buy them because I think you're going to enjoy every single one of them. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. We're uh, we're coming up on 100 episodes soon and we're still here. <laughs> but uh, anyways, folks, uh, that's my soapbox for the day okay you know, take us out well well you you cleaned it all up pretty good Dave. <laughs> you did a good job problem. thank you so let's uh let's end in prayer uh dear heavenly father we come to you today and we end this podcast and lord i do thank you for the uh your working through your holy spirit and dave and i through this podcast I know that I felt your presence during this, and I thank you for the blessing of that, Lord. I pray that our listeners uh, and Dave also, if uh, when they're listening, feel your presence in uh, in this podcast. Uh, and uh, again, I thank you, Father, for that. Um, we pray, Lord, for our viewers and listeners. Uh, we pray, Father, uh, for their needs. We pray for uh, a healing of those who are sick and in need of healing those in need of physical and emotional healing. And we pray for the salvation, Lord, of those who have uh, not yet accepted your gift, the gift of your son, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And Lord, we pray for this world in which we live, world, uh, a world that's falling apart, Lord, a, word that, a world that uh, is just uh, the opposite of amazing, Lord, the opposite of what you are. We pray, Father, for Christians throughout the world that as we uh, face persecution in this world for our faith in you, our belief in you and your son, Jesus, we pray, Father, that uh, you give us the strength to continue to profess our faith wherever you call us to do so. Your Father, uh, in a world that persecutes us, I pray, Father, that our reactions to that persecution comes in the form of love, the love that comes from you, Lord. And I, we pray, Lord, for uh, the coming week for uh, the listeners and viewers that uh, we pray that uh, we live for you and that it is you, Lord, who leads us. And as we walk with this, you this week, Lord, I pray, Lord, that as you reach your hand out, that we were able to reach out our hand to put our hand in yours, Lord, that we feel your hand wrap around ours and feel your love flowing from your hand into ours and through our veins and into our heart, Lord. We thank you, Lord, again for today. And we will also close, Father, this prayer with the words that have come from 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is perfect in weakness. At the beginning and at the end, at every moment in between, may our strength be for his strength, so his perfection may be seen. 
We pray this in the name of Jesus, your Son, our Savior and Redeemer. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Except Dave's going to say something. God bless you, folks. And folks, don't, don't forget, folks, if you give him the times as you live, his words rhyme. Yes. And don't forget, Dave and everyone else. <laughs> We are the we are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. God bless you all. Have a great, blessed Easter weekend. Bye bye, folks. Happy Easter. Three, two, one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't get Count Dracula out of my head every time I see the numbers. I'm sorry. That's... Waiting for the rocket ship to go up, huh? <sighs> yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, living in Florida and, and being able to watch them from where you're at even. Oh, yeah, we see yeah. them all the time. I can. It's cool to see the plume, and you, know, and you can see the fireball. Yeah. Oh, man, it's neat. Yeah. And we're miles and miles away. But, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Anyways, let's see here. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Poetry of Christian Faith. <laughs>